know what an echo is? Yes, it's when you hear the same sound of your voice or someone else's over again, over again, over again, over again, over again, over again. It's repeated over and over. It might happen if you go to visit some caves, some caves. or if you're in an underground, underground tunnel. No, no. Or sometimes it can happen just when you're in a very empty house. I wonder, have you ever heard your own voice echo, 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 echo? You could try it sometime if you're near a tunnel or a cave. Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. Today's episode is an old Greek myth that tells us the origin of this word echo. And we are recording today in a rather echoey studio because we have now moved to Scotland. And all of our furniture from America is not here yet. And so our house is a teeny bit echoey, which is rather fitting for this episode, isn't it? A big thanks to all of you who have been rating and reviewing our podcast This recent review was from Sophia B, age six, and here's what she wrote. I live in London. My favourite stories are The Elephants of the Lake and The Three Little Pigs. There are more, but too many to mention. Me and my mummy are loyal listeners. We have listened to your stories every bedtime since I was four. We also love the bonus episodes too. There are some we have listened more than 20 times. Please upload more stories for me. I can't wait to hear a new story. I tell my mummy I want to visit Scotland so I can meet you. Oh, thank you ever so much, Sophie. This episode is dedicated especially to Sophia. Thank you, Sophia. Now let's take a journey with the story of Echo and Narcissus. In ancient times in the land of Greece, whenever the god Zeus came to the mountains, the wood nymphs rushed to embrace him. They played with him in icy waterfalls and laughed with him in lush green glades. Now Zeus's wife Hera was very jealous and often she searched the mountainside trying to catch her husband with the nymphs. But whenever Hera came close to finding Zeus, a charming nymph named Echo stepped across her path. Echo chatted with Hera and kept her distracted until Zeus and the other nymphs managed to slip away. But after a while, Hera discovered Echo's trickery and she flew into a terrible rage. Your tongue has made a fool of me, she shouted at Echo. Henceforth, your voice will be more brief, my dear. You will always have the last word, but never the first. And so it happened from that day on. Poor Echo could only repeat the last words of what others said. One day, Echo spied a golden-haired youth hunting deer in the woods. The boy's name was Narcissus, 
and he was the most beautiful young man in the forest. All who looked upon him fell in love with him immediately. But he would have nothing to do with anyone, for he was very conceited. When Echo first laid eyes upon Narcissus, her heart burned like the flame of a torch. She secretly followed him through the woods, loving him more with each step. She got closer and closer, until finally Narcissus heard the leaves rustling. He whirled around and cried out, Who's here? From behind a tree, Echo repeated his last word, Here! Narcissus looked about in wonder. Who are you? Come to me, he said. Narcissus searched the woods, but he could not find the nymph. Stop hiding! Let us meet, he shouted. Let us meet, Echo cried. Then she stepped from behind the tree and rushed to embrace Narcissus. But the youth panicked when the nymph flung her arms around his neck. He pushed her away and he shouted, Leave me alone, I'd rather die than let you love me. Love me, was all poor Echo could say as she watched Narcissus run from her through the woods. Love me, love me. Love me. Humiliated and filled with sorrow, Echo wandered the mountains until she found a lonely cave to live in. Meanwhile, Narcissus hunted in the woods, tending only to himself, until one day he discovered a hidden pool of water. The pool had a silvery smooth surface. No shepherds ever disturbed its waters, no goats or cattle, no birds or fallen leaves. Only the sun danced upon the still pond. Tired from hunting and eager to quench his thirst, Narcissus lay on his stomach and leaned over the water. But when he looked at the glassy surface, he saw someone staring back at him. Narcissus was spellbound. Gazing up at him from the pool were eyes like twin stars, framed by hair as golden as Apollo's and cheeks as smooth as ivory. But when he leaned down and tried to kiss the perfect lips, he kissed only spring water. When he reached out and tried to embrace this vision of beauty, he found no one there. What love could be more cruel than this, he cried. When my lips kiss the beloved, they touch only water. When I reach for my beloved, I hold only water. Narcissus began to weep. When he wiped away his tears, the person in the water also wiped away tears. Oh no, sobbed Narcissus. I see the truth now. It is myself I weep for. I yearn for my own reflection. As Narcissus cried harder, the tears broke the glassy surface of the pool and caused his reflection to disappear. Come back! Where did you go? The youth cried. I love you so much. At least stay and let me look upon you. Day after day, Narcissus stared at the water in love with his own reflection. He began to waste away from grief until one sad morning he felt himself dying. Goodbye, my love, he shouted to his reflection. Goodbye, my love, 
Echo cried to Narcissus from her cave deep in the woods. Then Narcissus took his last breath. After he died, the water nymphs and wood nymphs searched for his body. But all they found was a magnificently beautiful flower. Beside the hidden pool where the youth had once yearned for his own reflection, the flower had white petals and a yellow centre, and from that time on it was called Narcissus. And alas, poor Echo, desolate after Narcissus's death, did not eat or sleep. As she lay forlornly in her cave, all her beauty faded away, and she became very thin until her voice was all that was left. Thereafter, the lonely voice of Echo was heard in the mountains, repeating the last words anyone said, anyone said, anyone said, anyone said, anyone said, anyone said. So this was a little sad, wasn't it? But I think every time you hear an echo, you remember this story. And what do you think the story souvenir is? What little glimmer of truth about what it means to be human and live in this world will you remember? Cheerio from our new home in Bonnie, Scotland, to all of our loyal listeners. Join me next time for Journey with Story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas.